Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. I don't want to hurt you. I just want to be drinking on the beach with you all over me. I know what they all say. I know what they all say. But I ain't trying to play. I want to be your end game. I want to be your first string. I want to be your AC. I want to be your end game. When I was young. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, PostWrestling.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify. And... Yeah, I got you on that one. Oh. Yeah, you don't even know where else you can find us. YouTube? Uh, I don't know. Probably not. No. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Maybe. Not, maybe, maybe, baby. Uh, up Next, um, we talk about NXT Wrestling every Thursday. Uh, Davey, friend, how are you? Pretty good. How are you? Good. I don't know what we're supposed to talk about because we're in the end game now. We are, yeah. And we're recording this Thursday morning. Yeah. The movie's not out yet. I mean, unless it's you're... It's out in the UK. It's out It's out if you're in certain parts of the world or you're uh, an online criminal. And I... Pirate. I don't even think you'd be able to get it on Pirate yet. Have you seen it, Pirate? It, it is out. Okay. Uh, it has leaked. Okay. David. So uh, stay off the, uh, the internet. Yeah, I'm going to be... I'm going to live like Luke Skywalker... Uh, for the next couple of days. You're going to be a shitty actor. I'm... Hey! (laughs) Uh, No, I'm just going to live on an island on my own. Squeezing titty milk out of an alien. Squeezing titty milk out of aliens. Um, Right. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to... You can block words on your social media or just delete the apps. Like, I booked my ticket for tomorrow. Yeah. I just know. I'm going Sunday night. Sunday... Oh, you're not making it, dude. Oh, no, I will. I will. We'll I, I think people, I I feel people are really starting to respect it now. Why are you smoking a jewel? You don't even smoke. <laughs> like, you're, why? I got a jewel. What's why? Wrong? It's uh... That's to get you off smoking and yeah. you don't even smoke and you're smoking a jewel. Yeah. I got it in Brooklyn. Everyone there smokes it. You're, you're a strange guy. You anyway. You can't even see that. on It's a podcast. You can't see that, David. <laughs> I don't get it. Uh... Anyway, um, no, I think I think people are being more respectful now about things like spoilers and stuff. I 
I don't follow many idiots who will deliberately spoil it. But yeah. Sunday night's going to be a day because I'm watching Endgame and then watching the big oh. battle so in Game of Thrones. All your characters are just dying. Then. A whole load of Starks are going to die this weekend. And Avengers. Well, yeah, Tony. Tony Stark. Well, I feel like He's all of them. I feel like, oh, really? Wow. Is he related to the Game of Thrones thing? He's do the, they, night, he's the do they Do they eventually evolve into Iron Man? Like, later, years later, the family? Because they're rich, right? Tony Maybe. Stark's family? Yeah. Wow. There's a side arc there yeah. that has to be done. Well, wait wait for Disney to buy HBO, and that wow, will be... Wow, that'll be the day. That'll be the thing. Um, Disney owns everything. I know. Um, because everyone's talking about Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Disney's biggest movie. To date, ever. I think I'm rewatching Infinity War tonight. It's on Netflix. It is. I've already rewatched it. Um, but will Lion King beat Endgame? No. Really? No. You think Endgame's going to beat Lion oh, King? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I have a weird feeling that like. End- Endgame is... will beat Lion King. Endgame will beat. Infinity uh, War is number one already. Star it's last, Wars last year, right? Infinity War. It's beaten everything. I'm pretty sure. Infinity War. Uh, it depends everything. what you're looking at. There's there's loads of different things. There's right. like, I. Feel like Gone with the Wind is still like the highest ever if you look oh. at inflation and everything. Well, sure, I they think. don't give a damn. Uh, Isn't that a good one, right? Um, and then I think Avatar is still. It, it depends. Oh, there's like Avatar. there's like money. There's opening weekend. There's all that. Um, look at the Avatar, the Avatar thing. I, I saw it in theaters. Like maybe the day actually came out. Mm. Didn't get the. Hype. It's good. Didn't get the hype. It looks great. Um, it looks cool. Be interested for the next three because he's been There's working on three that. more avatars. He's doing he's I'm out. shooting I'm three done. in one go. Nah, I'm done. Um, uh, what about? But he's like trying all this new technology and stuff. That's why it, he's taking right. years okay. and years on it. Well, here Which I am. Maybe cool. it will be the craziest movie, but it won't have the Avengers in it. it no, won't I mean this Spider-Man is exciting. This is ten years. Yeah, this it's is crazy. This is movie twenty-two. Um, have you seen all of them in theaters? Uh, most. Yeah, I've seen all of them, but. Uh, there's a couple I missed due to like being on holiday when it came out or touring or whatever. Definitely like since the Avengers won onward quite a bit into the into the Marvel MCU whatever you call it. Uh, I've definitely seen a bunch of them in theaters. Like Avengers, I remember seeing f- the first day. Uh, I didn't see Iron Man two and three in the okay. theaters. You don't need to watch. And it. I didn't see Ant Man number two. I oh, think everything in the theaters, everything else I've seen um, in the theaters. Now I guess we can't really talk much about it. Because we haven't seen it. No. So I guess next week. That'll be next week. Next week yeah. is when we talk about it. So y'all have a week to go watch it. Unless you're not even interested in it. And then, sorry. Um, so we don't have, we can't talk about it. We so can't. what the hell are we going to talk about? Because uh, everyone wants to talk about it. Yeah, I know. It's frustrating. So I'm sorry it's... to anyone who's listening to this a few days after Thursday. And they're like, well, I already saw it. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm very sorry. Uh, we could talk about, uh, what movie did we see? We saw Us. Oh yeah, we went to see Us. Yeah, that was really good. We're late. To it, yeah, we're late to the us. No, party. I, I, yeah, really liked it. Uh, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty great. Uh, yeah, it looked great. Uh, the cast were great. I thought um, it wasn't very scary though. It's, it depends. Like we were talking to someone, a friend of mine who really wants to see it, and her boyfriend doesn't want to go with her because he doesn't it's like scary, scary movies. Yeah, and it's difficult because we love scary films, so. It takes a lot for me to be scared by a film. Yeah, now, of course. It takes a hell of a lot. Yeah. Blood. If you don't like scary films, you might be scared by this. You probably will be scared by this. Yeah, it's creepy. Um, yeah, if you don't like scary movies, then you don't watch, like, Goosebumps or Are You Afraid of the Dark. Like, yeah. most people avoid those kinds of things. Yeah. 
definitely. Um, no, I thought I thought it was a a really good film. I, as I said, I've been watching uh, the Twilight Zone as well. I started watching it. Yeah. Oh, you did? Which yeah. one did you watch? I've watched the first two. What did you think? I thought it was really good because I did watch the old ones mm. uh, and the, and the, the remake, um, but um, I just thought it was a little boring. Both first two, ep- I watched two episodes back to back. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, it's cool, but this is boring. Like nothing really happened. I really liked the third one. Okay, I think so I, I, gotta I, catch, liked, I, gotta I liked going. the first one just because it was like I just new. felt okay. it wasn't. It felt like I wasn't watching a scary movie. It's not necessary. Twilight Zone's not really necessary. All I horror. Say it's scary. Yeah, it's not. I'd horror. say just, Twilight Zone's something like. Twist. I can imagine I'd watch as a kid and be like, oh, this is creepy. Exactly. Um, I just wouldn't call it like a horror. It's but it's, like yeah, you're waiting sci-fi. for the twist or like. Yeah, there's some what's gonna story. Happen. I yeah. like that there's cameos and cool actors in it and stuff like that. And like, it's mainly comedians. Yeah, which, which is cool. Which is interesting. Um, so I, I got to catch up on that on my Jordan Peele because I think he's great and I'm looking forward to seeing more movies he, uh, he makes. I loved in Us, they did a scene where the white people die first. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, fantastic. Um, but there's, there's a tie in to, to scary movies and wrestling this week because we had Bray Wyatt return on the main roster. Oh yeah. And it's almost as if this character's already gone. Have you heard about that? What do you mean? (laughs) There's rumors now that the character's already been nixed. They've already already said, nope, doesn't work. Uh, there's dirt sheets saying that some company, uh, stockholders are like, this, this is a stupid thing. You can't go this direction. And Bray Wyatt has now put out a cryptic tweet saying, you know, a sad face uh, emoji saying, sorry, you couldn't see the rest of this or something along those lines. So, oh, very strange. I, I hope it's interest- not true. I was interested in this. I hope, I hope it's not I true. Think, I would like to see I more of it. I think Bray Wyatt, uh, needed a massive change in oh, character. Oh, he needed some paint, obviously. And... Yeah. And I thought this this could be cool. It's Bray's, um, Bray's clues. Like they they already did the the kind of swerve because you were just expecting more classic Bray Wyatt stuff. And right. I th- I thought, and and I think he is a good performer and he is someone that could make something like this work. And he he seemed invested in it as well. Uh, yeah. I don't know how you would translate this to a wrestler to the ring. Yeah. I think for vignettes and doing it's funny, creepy it's stuff. Cool. Uh, like, how do you then, like, you can see six months down the line him doing, like, a fun house of horrors Again, or yeah, whatever. and it was so great the first time, <laughs> the first few times. Uh, the, the only issue I've ever had with Bray Wyatt um, is his in-ring. Um, there's only one Bray Wyatt match I've ever thought, wow, that was a great match. And we were having this conversation off uh, podcast the yeah. other day, and we said the same match. It was a Royal Rumble one-on-one match between him and Daniel Bryan. I think a lot has been down to just book, like booking as well, though, because it every feud he has has been fifty-fifty with yes. him losing, losing, always losing. Um, Cena, and lost. like, I don't think he's he's bad in the ring at all. But I think he's, he's also Jack now yeah. in these vignettes. He looks so cool because like this feels like I'm watching some weird Twilight Zone thing. When I watched, I had to check it out. We like scary, spooky, mm. weird shit. And wrestling. So when it comes together, it usually doesn't work out. But, you know, The Undertaker, maybe one of the biggest yeah. ever. And he is exactly that. So I feel like Bray Wyatt is definitely filling that gap for that demographic of, like, I don't know, weirdos like me who like gothy, I think weird, they just, creepy shit. I think they got confused as well what the Bray Wyatt character was. They are still confused. I think when it started, it was a, a cult leader. Right. And I think that's what they needed to keep with. And he needed to grow his, like, cult, cult. followers Kool-Aid. and stuff. Whereas then he became like, oh, is he is he magic now? 
Is he magic? Is he just the Undertaker Mr. Rogers. 2.0? Like, he's Mr. Rogers. Um, but no, I, I, I've never thought his in-ring work is a problem. I just think the booking affects the way you, you look at him and you care about him. And if you're not caring about a character, it, the, the rest, it takes a lot for the wrestling to win you over. Yeah. I, I, I will say, though, I watched it and I, I saw he looked like he's in, he's in like impeccable shape yeah. compared to what he has been. So yeah. it gives me hope. Well, he, he hasn't been injured, has he? I have no idea. It was Matt Hardy that was injured, oh. I think. And that's why he took time off, because they were doing their thing. Okay. Uh, I don't think he's... Yeah, I, I might be wrong there, but... Well, so he's obviously had time to so just... So maybe buff train. Bray Wyatt, when now that he's, you know, mm. jacked, essentially. Um, he's been sitting at home, working out, hanging out with JoJo. Um, and now he's, he's going to come back as Mr. Rogers' scary thing. I just... Find it interesting. I don't know. I love horror movies and I love wrestling. I think it would be a real shame to like nix, nix it, it straight away. Yeah. Um, I hate that they don't give things time to breathe. Yeah. Um, like give it time to grow and see what it actually is going to be like. That being said, I'm so happy they've changed the Viking experience straight away. You mean that they, was a good move. Now I've heard they changed it again. They might be changing it again. <laughs> so it's the, it's the, let's, let's recap. For those before they signed to NXT, they were known as... War Machine. Yeah. They signed to WWE NXT. They're now War Raiders. Yeah. Then they turned into the Viking Experience. Yeah. And now they may or may not be the Viking Raiders. They, well, they were the Viking Raiders on TV this week. They were. Yeah. And so they're, now there's uh, there was a WWE.com poll that came out, which was asking about people's thoughts on the Viking Warriors. Oh, God. <laughs> Viking... That should be their gimmick. Every week they come out with a <laughs> no, new name. No, they're already burn- <laughs> burying these fucks. <laughs> Poor guys. Um, I just hate that it's not Raymond Rowe. Rowe, Hanson, Rowe, boom. Two great names. And now you change it to new things I don't even know what they yeah. are. Eric. My good old Eric. Isn't he the, the prince in The Little Mermaid? That's what yeah, I think. That's yeah. what I think now. Every time I see Hanson or, or Raymond Rowe, I don't know which one is which yet. So I don't know. I think it's really fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, but obviously the main rosters is messing up uh, all our. Yeah, everyone's moving around, hopping about. It uh, happens though. Kyrie looked good. Oh yes, Kyrie uh, debuted on the main roster. Yeah. How would you uh, pour a little out? We lost. Uh, we lost another one. Yeah. Um, uh, Charles said, "Pardon me. Excuse me." Sent the video to us of her like farewell to NXT, yes. which was very emotional. Was whole... Zia Lee was devastated. They're, they're BFFs, yeah, apparently. Which I, on NXT TV, I, I believed Io was her best friend. For... It's all kayfabe. Oh my word! Imagine they Kyrie and Io actually hate each other yeah. in real life, and then that leads to the match like years down the line that it'll be great. Um, another quick thing: non wrestling. Mm. Um, this whole city. Uh, got really sad because the Leafs lost. City's yeah. turned from blue to red now, <laughs> overnight. <laughs> um, I know you're you're from across the pond, um, but over here, ever since I was a child, I'm born in 1991. Yeah, uh, I learned real quick in this city, living here my whole life. Never put all your eggs in one basket, and that basket being the Toronto Maple Leafs. Now, is there were you trained that way because of certain? Soccer or well, footy teams. I'm I'm an England fan and an Arsenal fan, so I'm used to. Oh, this. You're I'm used, used to, to the disappointment. Yeah, yeah, uh, disappointment. So, um, but Raptors are doing well. Yeah, I don't want. Uh, but you love basketball. No, 
Everyone always you, says you love that. all that street stuff. Yeah, I hate when people say that. It's the most. I, I, you're you're saying it uh, ironically. He's not just the twat, but literally people say that to me all the time. I'm like, that doesn't mean anything. Do I walk around with a jersey on? No. You're wearing a sleeveless top right I'm now. You're wearing I'm basketball tank. shorts. I'm literally wearing a tank. You were top. listening to your hippity hop earlier. Yeah. So instantly, <laughs> I love basketball. That's right. Uh, I have watched it. I have been to games. I'm just like not super invested. I'm also I'm a great bandwagon sports guy. Sure. If my team is in the finals, then yeah, I'm gonna watch and mm. support and stuff like that. Also, when I like leave the city and travel, I always wear like Toronto colors and support yeah. where you're from. Um, if if I'm in the States, like me and you were in Brooklyn last week, and someone goes, oh, you guys are Canadian, like, what's your hockey team? Uh, Toronto? I'll be like, yeah, sure, fuck yeah, support wherever you're from, yeah. is kind of where I am. Like, you see people rocking Yankee hats all the time throughout the world. Are they probably all from New York? Probably not, but it's still a cool-looking hat. It's all about the logos and designs. I, I hate uh, jumping on a team just because they're good. Like, I, I get asked a lot, because obviously... I'm clearly not from here. Right. Um, but I'll get it a lot of the time. I'll be wearing a Leafs jersey at work. Right. They go, do you actually support the Leafs? I'm like, yeah, sure. And they're like, why? It was like, because I live here and hockey's not right. a thing back home. So why would I right. move to Toronto and support, like, the Pens? Or yeah, whatever? exactly. Yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? Wait, who would question you on these things? Like, just customers. Oh, that's true. And they're like, oh, but they, they suck. suck. I'm like, okay, but I can go to their game. Like, why would I support anyone else? Um, that being said, I yesterday was my three-year anniversary. Oh, in you're you're th- you've been here three years. Yeah, like since you've landed. Since I, I landed on the twenty fourth of April two thousand sixteen. Wow, and now you've been here three years. Three what has changed? Um, what have you learned since being a Canadian? Technically, kind of. You're not technically fully Canadian yet. You just uh, gotta wait till you marry. No, me. I'm still in limbo. You gotta marry me. Yeah, that's it. Um, what have I learned? Um, what have you learned? You've learned about poutine. Yeah. I'm not a fan of poutine. I like Caesars. You like Caesars? Yeah. See, now Americans... I drink whiskey now. Do you have, wait. drink whiskey before? Whoa, what? Do you not drink whiskey back home? You don't shoot whiskey back home. Right, okay. That's fair. I do like mixing my whiskey, but I like shooting. But, uh, Caesars are not a thing back home. No. Bloody Marys are. Yeah, Bloody Marys are huge in the States. Yeah. And so a Caesar is, uh... Clamato juice, yes, which is clam juice with tomato juice. Right, so you put them together, yeah, not just the tomato juice. No, nope. and people think Canadians are crazy. It's so much better. It's so good. Yeah, it adds like this, like salty. It's thinner as well. Bloody Marys are very thick. Yeah, I don't like uh, clamato is a bit thinner. Right, consistency. I'm happy. I'm glad nice. that you you. Oh, Caesar's are great. Yeah, you've learned that. I like experimenting better. with them as well. Yeah, because uh, like I, we have. A load of uh, Ballantine scotch, which is like our rail scotch, yeah. is shitty. Yeah. Like, if you're ordering a scotch, people are going sure. for fancy pants stuff. Right, right. Um, and the manager one day was like, can you just come up with a cocktail so we can actually shift some of this scotch? Scotch. So I I created a barbecue scotch Caesar. Okay. Which was a Caesar with scotch instead of... It sounds extreme. Instead of uh, vodka. Okay. And then a bit of barbecue sauce. In Mixed it. into the Mixed clamato. In. And it was really good. And it was good. Yeah. Now, would you put toppings? Because Caesars have toppings on it. Yeah. What would you... You don't like pickles. I don't like pickles. We but, do have a pickled Caesar at work. Yeah, uh, that's my I normally just put three olives and a spicy bean. Ooh, when I'm garnishing bean. mine. But I don't like... Yeah. But uh, I don't really like the garnish. I, I'd have a celery stick if we Yeah, I would... Celery. When I make them at home, like, that used to be, like... That's a Canadian 
thing. You make at home families drinking some Caesars on the patio. Like yeah. that's a Canadian, having a barbecue, like that's Canadian AF. And like people put celery, you'll see people put like lobster tails on the tops of these things. You get a little extreme. I just want to drink hey, this thing. Uh, a top of red wine as well. Ew, in oh, a Caesar? It's great. Oh, Honestly. do you mix it or, or? Like have it floating on top. Oh, I don't know about that. Oh, man. it's good. Like I'm Portuguese. I we feel, put red I wine feel in the everything. Caesar is like fucked up enough already that you can't really fuck yeah. it up anymore. Okay. Like you can try a lot. I like tequila Caesars. I've recently. Well, what's the what's the other drink where people put the? Oh in, yeah, in the beer. Yeah, but there's um, tequila involved too. No, in one of them. I don't know. Uchata. I don't know. I have no it idea. It begins with M. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Um, I don't. I don't know. I mean, the summer is coming, so we need some. Uh, well, we came up with our golden. <laughs> What was the... the golden screwdriver? The I mean, go- <laughs> that's just a screwdriver and sprite. Like, no, 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 no. Sh- <laughs> no, the real, the real kicker of that making it ours is making it a triple, <laughs> <laughs> a triple screwdriver. It, and sprite. it's only if JoJo serves it, and, <laughs> and it's only at Madison Square Garden, yeah. and it's only during a Kota Ibushi match. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the specifics of the golden screwdriver. Uh, we need a, we need a drink for the SummerSlam. Uh, in months to, to follow. Yeah, I'll probably try and come up with a menu at work for it. We had that thing at a bar in Brooklyn before TakeOver. It was the SmackDown Slushy or yeah, something. Yeah, that was good. And they put a lot of alcohol in That's it. the difference in the States to here. Like, like, it was just alcohol. Over there, you could really fuck a drink up with some booze. Over here, it's still just... Oh. One ounce. One, two ounce. Yeah, it's kind of soft. Um, they're so, a lot stricter here. So if anyone has any ideas for uh, TakeOver tailgate drink ideas for the summer yeah we'll we'll do uh because we'll, we'll... i did i did some specials for survivor series when it was here right. um i had a couple of burgers i had uh the brock burger which was uh a poutine burger basically because he was been... identifying himself as from canada he is it should have been elk or i had the uh the dill gold burger because you know it's gold Goldberg versus Brock. Yeah. So it's a burger with deep fried dill pickles. I like both of these yeah. ideas already. Uh, I had the uh, Jinsuke Nakamura fizz. It's <laughs> a gin fizz. I had the <laughs> the perfect ten rye dill and ginger. Dillinger, Dillinger, Dill and Ginger. Oh Dillinger. wow, yeah. that's really that's like um, double entendre in there. That's yeah. like a double like you had the perfect ten. Yeah, Dill and Ginger. Yeah, got you. Um, you can't change that to Sean Spears now. Oh, is that his name? That's now? his name now, I believe. Right. Back to his old uh, Indian. Okay, perfection, Sean Spears. Uh, what would you do with today's roster? Who's by the way doing fine today? By the way. Sean Spears? Oh, he announced yeah. today, I believe some announcements came out, uh, him and uh Peyton? Yeah. Nice. So he's he's doing fun. Uh what would you what would you do drinks wise from this current NXT roster? There's gotta be something Gargano. Uh like Gargano Escape or the, I don't know. I don't know, man. You need the dirtiest martini in the game. That's definitely a, a Ric Flair one. You yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like and it keep it like our show specific. Uh Damn, I don't know. I don't know. Tweet us. Yeah, we need Tweet some us drink ideas. Drink and food ideas for like this current roster of NXT. Of NXT. Yeah, we need some ideas for that. Yeah, I'm gonna be thinking. All right. The show. Um, well, I don't know what else there is to talk about. Um, since we can't talk about Endgame, fuck. Yeah. Great. Um, that'll be next week. That'll be next week. Big, um, big show. Some housekeeping. Uh, we will be doing a 
review of a Star Wars movie. You, the listeners, have chosen. We put it to the people. We did. Uh, we put We're it a democracy to... here at Up Next. You can follow us on our socials at Davey Portman at the Bray D. And uh, you put out a poll last week asking our listeners, uh, basically, hey, Brayden wants to review A New Hope and I want to review... What was the movie? Where, what's the other one? Phantom Menace. Menace. Well, guess what? It's the Phantom Menace. <laughs> People were like, oh, I'm so sorry for you. I'm, like, I'm quite happy. It's, yeah, it'll be better. It's, I've it'll seen be it less because it's bad. And it's way more fun reviewing bad movies, I think. Um, yeah, I think so. And so it, it ended up being a pretty close... I don't know if I've still got the Well, because right. A New Hope is such a classic movie. Everyone loves that movie. So we will be doing that. Uh, look forward to that. We'll, we'll promote it. Uh, we, we're going to have it for May the 4th. So that will be out yeah, on with, May the 4th. We had 204 votes. With 54% of the votes, The Phantom Menace won. That's, that's very close. So if you didn't vote and you're mad that we're not reviewing New Hope, you got to vote next Well, time. maybe we'll get around to it one yeah, day. Yeah, we will. Uh, so May the 4th, be with you, will be our BDE Star Wars review of A Phantom Menace. So be sure to look out for that. Um, and closer to the Game of Thrones finale, uh, Davey, you will be doing a, uh, a finale preview and then a finale review. Exactly. Uh, two special Game of Thrones uh shows as yeah. well on the up next feed so look out for those as well all free for you um okay i think that's housekeeping oh and uh, while i'm at it uh prowrestlingtees.com slash up next okay great yeah, i feel like we did it all we did it all um before we get into the nxt we watch i actually uh decided to put on some nxt uk okay uh last night when i was eating some dinner and i was like uh i don't like to i, I take notes when i watch nxt yeah so when i'm eating i can't really do three yeah, things at sure. once. So I always put on something else and then I watch my NXT. So I put on NXT UK. Looks like you were eating a lot, judging by the cans. Yeah, I had people <laughs> over. Yeah, my uh, my whole month isn't going as well as I thought it was. Um, oh, yeah. you mean your your no drinking for a month isn't? Yeah, basically turned into uh, drink once a week if you can. Okay. And so far, so you drank with me the other day, and then these. Oh, you just haven't tidied up, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Dave Meltzer says plans change, right? <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah, plans do change. Plans yeah. change. It's okay. I'm proud of you either way. I I'm still doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think we both are. Like, yeah. We we both wanted to cut back, save some money, and I think that's happened. It is definitely saving money. Part yeah. is definitely what I want to. Uh... Also, health wise. I'm like summer's coming. You, up. you look so healthy right now. I look healthier than you, I have. You've got your guns out. Yeah, that's ready right. to play some basketball. Uh, yeah, uh, I feel like summer's coming. I need to be like a little healthier, not just like looks wise, but like just probably better for me to sure. do that. But so I, my 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 completely no drinking month has turned into mm, pick your battles. Okay, yeah. so and most people are supportive of me. Yeah. Most people are actually being like, "What? No, no, no! Have a drink! Come on, yeah. have a drink! Have a drink!" That's I'm like, boring. "Oh, <laughs> I'm like oh, it's, yeah." Dating is really hard if you do not drink is what yeah. I've been learning what a lot of people warned me about this uh, I went on the show and I said I don't want to drink for a month mm. instantly people were like good luck and you were right <laughs> I tried damn it and I'm still doing well so I'm proud of myself good I'm doing better than I thought I was um sorry NXT UK yeah I mean obviously I had to have a bevy when I was watching NXT UK no I didn't um smoked a fat one though because Cassius Ono is on NXT UK yeah and that's who I wanted to talk about 
he had a match against uh, Ligero that they filmed. Okay. They filmed all of this in New York uh, at Access. Right. So I just kind of had this on in the background. Uh, Catch the Zono versus Ligero was pretty cool. It's the guy in the bull mask. Yeah. yeah. Brit. Uh, he was beating Ono, but he basically tries to take his mask off. And while he's trying to put his mask back on, he gets elbowed in the back of the head. Right. And Ono pins him. Um, but I want to get back to Cash Zono because he shows up on the show Maybe we watch. Today, That's yeah. kind of why I wanted to bring it up. But um, there was also Jordan Devlin, the Irish ace. Um, he cuts a promo on Walter. Basically, next week, he will go one-on-one on NXT UK against Walter. Now, if you're like super into the indies and the UK scene and all that, you might have heard of their matches that they've done in OTT. Yeah. Walter versus Devlin, and then the second one that was just recent. Let's just clarify before anyone shouts you, Ireland is not in the UK. Sorry. Cool. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I mess that up all the time. Yeah. The other day, I called someone British. And they said, uh, actually, I'm Irish. And yeah. I was like, okay, that doesn't really happen to me often. But In I'm Toronto, sorry. you're probably just better off assuming everyone's Irish. Okay. You're yeah, less likely to of... offend. Yeah, okay, so wait, <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, I felt bad because like, this girl had a thick accent and I really couldn't tell what it was. And she's like, no, I'm not I- English, I'm Irish. I'm like, fuck, I don't know. It's hard for me. Yeah, just assume they're Irish. Okay. All the time. Wait, that sounds bad. Am I going to offend a Brit? We don't care. Okay. It's the Irish that get mad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. And there's way more of them here. <laughs> I am part Irish, but I digress. Uh, so next week is Walter versus Jordan Devlin in a WWE NXT ring, which is quite interesting. Um, I myself have watched those two matches mm. simply because you showed me the first one and it blew me away. I went out of my way and watched the second one. Same thing. Great matches. Uh, Devlin has really become what... He he came into WWE NXT. He was signed in that original UK tournament show. Yeah. He looked like Finn Balor light. They presented him as Finn Balor light. He, I no longer see him as that. No. But I have watched him versus Walter in OTT outside of WWE programming. This is now the time. I feel like they should put a, a rocket to him. He cuts this promo just to the camera in about 30 seconds to a minute. Cutting, ca- calling out uh, Walter and Pete Dunne. And I thought it was fantastic. And he ends it with, never bet against an ace. Uh, I thought this was great. He basically says, uh, don't people want to see Walter versus Pete Dunne? Everyone wants to see the rematch. I don't, because that's not what I care about. Mm. I care about winning the title. I don't care who I have to face. I don't care about what the fans want. I don't care about dream matches, rematches. I need to win the title. That's all I care about. And I was like, dude, you just totally came off as a... a competitor here. Yeah. So I, 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 I need to check out that match. I think a big week. problem is WWE presented him as Finn Balor. 100%. They, yeah. All they talk about during his matches were Finn Balor. trained by Finn Balor, Finn Balor, Finn Balor. He and then like they him. have him lose to Finn Balor in that yeah. first takeover. <laughs> like, um, and he's That's Irish. been against him the whole time. Right. But he is fantastic and he is his own guy right so uh, like i myself I, I i'm going to check that match out just because it, it looks really good and the promo was believable uh there was another promo from fabian eichner and uh marcel bartel yeah <laughs> they're walking around access and they think it's disgusting that fans can can line up and do fake entrances or walk around with replica titles and they go back in our day you had to earn those titles you think you can just walk around and pay money to be in an access where you get to do all these things. He's like, no, no, no. We had to scratch and claw. Now everyone's allowed to do it. It's disgusting. And I thought it was so funny because there's this guy dressed as the Undertaker who walks by, and right. he's like, "What are the What are they filming here? What's WWE filming?" Doesn't recognize <laughs> Fabian Eichner and Martell. So he's like, "What is this?" It's so great. 
Um, and then there was a main event also on this week's UK show with Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster versus Mustache Mountain. And uh, this is what made me stay. I was about to be like, oh, maybe I'm just start this week's NXT. And I turned this match on and I finished it through. It was fantastic. Such a banger. There's a spot where uh, Mark Andrews reverse Huracan Rana's, reverse Frankensteiner on Trent Seven. As he's about to get flipped, Flash Morgan Webster hits him with a flying like V-trigger at the oh, same nice. time. It's Damn. crazy. He kills him. Uh, check, go check that match out as well. Flash Morgan Webster is someone I instantly look at and go, not a chance, buddy. And then I watch his match and I'm like, yeah, you're actually pretty good. Okay. So uh, Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster, they're like this like low-tier tag team kind of right now, but... I'm telling you, this match was great. So cool. I don't know. That's just me watching. I don't watch NXT UK that often. Well, as you said, we tend to do it when we're chilling over some drinks or eating or yeah. doing things where we can't make notes at the same time. Yeah, it's um, not something to have on. It depends on. on like our work schedule and stuff. But yeah, I enjoy it when I watch it. Yeah, I, I quite enjoyed it. Uh, I'm interested in seeing what they go with, especially there. If you've seen the ring camp kind of thing, taking for, going forward yeah. with Eichner. Bartel and, and and another NXT guy. Uh, uh, no, I don't read ahead. <laughs> I don't read ahead. But a lot of people who listen to this show were tweeting us, telling us that Alexander Wolf has, you know, shown face yeah. in WWE NXT UK. That's all I'm going to say because I don't know. I don't read ahead. I don't. I know. think that's a good move for him. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, too. I think he. I, I think it was one of the war games where he actually really stood out, and people went. Oh, this guy isn't just yeah, he's good. the last member of Sanity. Yeah. He is very good. And I really hope he gets a chance to show that in NXT UK. I think it will be great. Um, so that's NXT UK, but let's talk about this week's NXT. You better tell me! Uh, NXT, April 24th, 2019, Full Sail University. It starts off with, uh, you know, I know you love that Slipknot song. It's great. It's so good. You know what, I did listen to that song you told me about last week. Which one? The, the, the old Lil Nas X, Old Country Road? It's not bad. Billy Ray Cyrus? It is, it is Rockstar by, uh, Nickelback though. What do you mean? It's the same song? It's the same song. I'm gonna take my horse to the old town road. I'm Cause going. we all just don't wanna be big rock stars. Yeah, it's quite similar. I bet there's already a mashup somewhere. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. Not once it's on karaoke, you do. Oh, I'm gonna do it. Mash yeah. It up. I can't wait to do. it. I've been waiting to do that song. Yeah. Go. Old Town Road. I'm way. I've been licking my chops. Oh, it's gonna be the. You're we, never we should, gonna. We should work out our first duet together. We've not done a duet, I'll, have we? I'll be Chad Kroger and you be. <laughs> What's the name? Little Little Nas? Well, I don't know. Lil Nas X. I know. They yeah. All these little names. Yeah. I don't know. You would be Chad Kroger? I wouldn't be Chad? You're <laughs> for well, Yeah, I'm Chad Kroger. All right. I want to be Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> just we need in a third person just, just in general, I want to be Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> in life, I want to be. Um, yeah, that song is number one. They're making a music video. It's, it's, it's Beat Drake. For most streams in a song ever. <laughs> Everything should beat Drake. <laughs> uh, Drake so, should never go to Toronto sporting 
events ever. He should have wore the Boston jersey. The Drake curse is real. Yeah. Um, so, I I think we should ask NXT to change the new Slipknot theme to the new Lil Nas X <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus song. <laughs> and have them all singing it in their West Side Story <laughs> style as well. <laughs> You can't tell me nothing. Do they play that? Your Forgotten bar? Sons definitely like this song. <laughs> <laughs> well, can you know what the drama? Now we're just going and talking about this song again. You know what the drama is with this song? Is I think I said it last week. It, it's it doesn't class as country. It doesn't classify as right. country, so they took it off the charts. And then Billy Ray Cyrus has a remix, and now it's technically country again. And it's a whole thing. I don't know. All I know is real music nerd nerd thing from me. Uh, one of my favorite bands is uh, Nine Inch Nails. Mm-hmm. Trent Reznor yep. has his first ever number one song from this song. It samples one of Trent Reznor's instrumental songs from an album he did like years ago. Right. And the producer of this Lil Nas X Billy Ray Cyrus song samples that and makes it. It's, it sounds country and it sounds yeah. hip hop, but it samples Nine Inch Nails. Right. Therefore, he gets the credentials, songwriting credentials, producer credentials. Therefore, he has a number one song. Nice. Weird. That you yeah. would think Nine Inch Nails would be involved with Billy Ray Cyrus yeah. and Lil Nas X. There you go. Music nerd them from Braden. Okay, NXT. Let's go into <laughs> this. I feel like we should just play that song again. I vote to change Slipknot to Lil Nas X. We start NXT Full Sail April 24th. Jackson Riker and the Forgotten Sons, they do come out here um, not to Billy Ray Cyrus. They, it's a singles match, which we don't see too often from these guys. And it is Jackson Riker going one-on-one with Humberto Carrillo. We haven't seen him here in NXT in a little while. Yeah, he went to 205. He left yeah. us for 205 yeah. Live. Um, I know he's, he's been kind of killing it over there. I don't, I kind of, you fell off on the 205 train, I guess. Yeah, it was hopping about on days. and Yeah, just... once you do that, you're gone. You yeah. lost, I think it's done. Yeah, like, I, I was watching it when it was part of the like the Wednesday package because yeah. it was good to talk about everything going on. Uh, once you do that to you though, once yeah. you flip flop, I'm th- like you lose you lose whoever was still watching. Yeah. In my opinion, so yeah, the interest has dropped. Also, you're pulling all the guys and pulling them on. Yeah, you're saying uh, Mustafa Ali is now on this show. Buddy Murphy's now on this show. It's like okay, well. Why am I, I do watching? like that you can sort of graduate from two. You should be able to graduate. Uh, I think yeah. that's cool. Uh, so Humberto Carrillo, he's a regular on on two hundred five live now, but uh, he's going to go up against Jackson Riker. So we could tell what his fate was going to be here. Uh, Mauro Ronaldo says that Riker is going to try to ruin Humberto's GQ looks. Sure. <laughs> I don't know what issues of GQ Mauro is reading, but... Here in Canada, we get different variations (laughs) in the American version. Uh, There's a beautiful, nice uh, springboard roundhouse from Carrillo early on this match. So he springs up and then does a roundhouse. Really cool looking. Uh, Riker's trying to get on the offense, but then there's a a head scissors into a springboard back elbow and a standing moonsault all for just a one count. Jackson Riker gets up to his feet instantly and he's basically playing the scary, growly heel. Where he's like, you can't keep me down. I'm big and nasty. Um, he then hip tosses Humberto into the turnbuckle like nothing. Throws the guy into it. He bounces all over the place. He beats on him, picks him up, and hits the Widowmaker, which is the choke slam, sit-out, spinebuster powerbomb thing. Um, and 
instead of pinning him, he, the impact of this Widowmaker makes Carrillo roll out of the ring. Riker rolls out to follow him and just starts attacking him, like a vicious attack. Like he's just beating him in the streets, essentially. Um, throws him into one of the barricades. It breaks open and they kind of spill out into like this like empty area of the arena here. Um, and just starts, he throws him into like the ceramic wall or, or cement wall and then just starts doing like running knees to him. And Humberto, Humberto was good at like covering it, but it looked like he was killing him yeah. with these he knees. He was just mauling him. I got really into this because I was like, yo, this dude's killing him. I felt like you said mauling. I felt like the bear when he was killing Leo in the Revenant. Yeah. Like it just was like killing this guy. I was like, whoa. And it's a double count out. Like the ref is like, whoa, like you guys are just all over the place like let it go um and then Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch run for the save with some steel chairs and chase off the forgotten sons uh so this this is quite interesting so so it looks like we're heading towards a, a six man maybe I guess so in the coming weeks we'll have yeah. uh one two with Humberto versus the forgotten sons interesting yeah Sorry, but how goofy did Birch look here? Did yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Wearing, he's wearing his wrestling boots with, like, long football socks on underneath. Right. With training shorts. Over top. Over top. It, yeah. He looked goofy. He, he didn't know. He, I like that. He didn't know he was coming out yeah. for a run-in. He didn't have... Imagine us doing a run-in. Right now? You in your basketball shorts and tank top. <laughs> I'd normally be in, like, Muppets pyjama bottoms. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Fuck a boy, Matt Ross is getting attacked. Let's <laughs> <We're ready to laughs> go. And we jump outside and it's like, we're in our PJs. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, like that's what happened. Yeah, true. Like, like, although you are, I don't know, I don't know. Because most of the time you watch WWE and it's like, some guy will interfere in something and he's in gear. And it's yeah. like, well, then why Why were you in gear? <laughs> Did you know? Yeah. Uh, I like the full gear thing too. Full yeah. gear? <laughs> you never go full gear. Yeah, sometimes you got to. Uh, hey, WrestleMania's in Tampa next year. Yeah. That means it's going to be hot and sunny. Oh, yeah. So you can wear full gear. We you, can... could, you could be a wrestler. Like, you could dress up as one. Sure. Because you didn't do it this year. I didn't, no. And it, I, didn't, I didn't even wear wrestling shirts this year. You didn't wear wrestling shirts this shirt was released, uh You know, like, every Christmas comes around, and you're like, yeah. it doesn't feel Christmassy anymore. Wow. I don't feel Christ That's kind of how I felt this year's Mania. For Mania? Yeah, I just wasn't as Into hyped it? as you. It's because I came. Maybe. <laughs> Uh, so that is where it's going to go. Jackson Riker and um, Herberto Carrillo, they got a double count out, technically. But Riker just destroyed him. Yeah. Killed him with knees to the face. Uh, so clearly a six-man is where we go. I actually liked it. I like I like when you see someone just destroy someone. It means something. Like, yeah. It shows something about that character. Mm. So instantly I'm like, wow, this Riker guy is a monster. So uh, I was interested. Um, we go to backstage. This is fantastic. Adam Cole, baby, uh, he's doing a photo shoot. He's doing the classic boom. He's doing the. He's doing all his poses. All his poses it's yeah. great. It's really funny. And he's interrupted by a, a, a random voice, interviewer voice that we never see. And they're asking him uh, if he's worried about what's going on with Gargano and Undisputed Era. And Adam Cole says that Johnny Gargano is. He's a wuss. He's. He's scared. He doesn't even want to face the leader of Undisputed Era. Instead, Johnny picked Rod Roderick Strong. He says, but it doesn't matter because Roddy is going to beat that pathetic Gargano to a pulp. But 
then he's interrupted here because right next to him is Matt Riddle. And Adam Cole kind of looks over and he's like, what are you looking at, bro? And Matt Riddle says, well, hey, I'm just, I'm just next in the photo shoot. Like, I'm just waiting. And he's, he's got his gear on. He's looking yeah. fancy for the photo shoot. And he's like, I'm just here. I'm just here to get the photo shoot, man. And he's like, well, like, you know, stay out of my business kind of thing. And Matt Riddle says, whoa, bro, you're seeming like you're just a little jealous that Roddy got the match and not you. And I find it kind of hilarious and then Adam Cole's like kind of upset by this this statement from Riddle. So he goes, you know what? I got bigger things to worry about. Good luck with your stupid photo shoot. And then walks off. And Riddle's like, all right. And then goes in the photo shoot and just starts doing the thumbs up. Gets on his knees, doing all the bro things. It was so funny. <laughs> I laughed out loud at this. I was like, what? You just told him to go do a stupid photo shoot. He's like, all right. <laughs> Literally does it. Um... I thought this was funny. I, I agree with you. The Riddle character is still iffy. Um, there is no doubt in my mind of Riddle in ring ever no. since the last takeover. He will be in amazing WWE matches for years to come. It's the character. But this is finally letting like it be not a... I don't know. I didn't find it as scripted here. It felt more of True. an actual conversation. Yeah. Uh, like I'm looking forward to just seeing him get super pissed off and emotional about something sure. a storyline to reach that peak where he goes he gets mad yeah stop smiling. and then i want to see yeah, that program. yeah he's got to um, stop smiling i get this is his personality he's like the fun loving guy and a segment like this works fine right. and you're right he didn't sound as robotic. scripted yeah. and robotic as usual well you know why because last Saturday was 420 and he was hanging out with RVD so <laughs> true <laughs> um i also i like this is something they do on NXT a lot where you have like the photo shoot right. going on or them training in the PC. And I think it's way more realistic than just two Someone. guys bumping into each other in the corridor yeah. and or just hanging out in their dressing room. They need to do this because more often. Because you know they will have photos taken and right. they're like their new renders and uh, yeah. posing in an empty ring for their Titantron or whatever. Um, and realistically, they are going to be probably <laughs> lining up other. and waiting for the next yeah, person. Yeah, I actually really liked it. So it, it flowed it really it feel, well. I think NXT with the PC and just everything ties in yeah, pretty well. It does. It makes it. It makes so much sense and to do it this way. Like, there's always cameras running in the PC. We yeah. know that. So if there is an altercation that happens there, they've got it on camera yeah. rather than. Why were they? Why were they filming? We get and a catering lot. This yeah, week? we oh. get a lot of the ones where it's in the PC and it's like, look what happened here, and like someone walks into it and then does it, and like that makes sense too. But this makes more sense because it's like, yeah, both these guys are getting their photos taken because the takeover was like yeah. the new season has started too, essentially yeah. of NXT. You need to see these photos, and I bet you the photos that they took in that were like legit, like because they keep posed perfectly. For them. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny how they literally turn that on and they do their poses. <laughs> uh, it's great. We need to learn how to do that. If if undisputed era have like their hand sign, yeah, and we you know we mock their shirt, we need our own hand signs. I know uh, yours would be thumbs up because you're a, you, you thumbsed up some guy the other day. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, mine would be uh, the shocker. What's that? Uh, it looks like that. Oh, okay, all right, moving on. <laughs> um, well, we were talking about the PC, and up next was like this promo for the WWE PC. Yeah, um, it looks like it's promoting their YouTube page. Yeah, they've shown this video. They've showed time. it before, but... Um, it makes me want to watch it. It, looks, it makes me want to watch whatever this um, is. And I think 
some of the people you see just from this clip, you go, oh, I, I wish this was actually kind of your character. Sure. Uh, they just seem like real people. It's, real people that strange, you could yeah. easily get emotionally invested so in. So this shows um, Chelsea Green, who we will be seeing a lot of in NXT. She's just recently engaged to Zack Ryder. She's been in, 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 she was in All In. Yeah. Uh, she was in Impact. Um, she's out with an injury right now, but it, it's showing her kind of being signed and how she's super into that. And, you know, she, all she wanted was WWE. Um, you didn't see much of it in this clip, but Fandango is is in this because he's the guy who's like, I don't want to be on the main roster. Put me back in NXT. I want to be, right. I want to be, re, I want to keep doing this. And if this is the end game for me, then I, that's not it. And I'll redo myself over yeah. to prove I want to continue doing this. Yeah. So there's so many different stories. It's not just like, and then, you know, other stars getting signed is the thing, but it looks so interesting. Even, um, I'm, I'm blanking, was it Forbes or, or something, a magazine or a news article magazine did a feature on the PC just this past week because of WrestleMania and all mm. that. And they showcased three stars. And I know it was Dream and Casey uh, Catanzaro. And they're basically showing, like, look what WWE has, what they're doing. They're yeah. a machine. They're creating, like, they're creating superstars and famous yeah. people, that characters that people fall in love with. And it's going to work. And it's continuing to work. It's just very interesting. I would I would check this out. If yeah, it's a too. full if it's a full doc, I'll clearly watch it and we can clearly review it because I'm super into it. I think it's just individual clips on the page, like the yeah, like yeah. the farewell to Kyrie thing. Right. Okay. Uh, we yeah. saw. I I feel like it's just a yeah a YouTube sure. channel full of these things. Well, it's really cool. And you're right. Why not have people actually be human beings? It makes you connect with them as characters so much. Characters better. are fine, but I think the, we need a bit you, of both. You've got to you've got to look at everyone's strengths, yeah. and I think looking at these sort of shows, you can, it took a while for like Big E. Everyone was like, when Big E was just the serious big right, man on yeah. the main roster, everyone was going, have you seen his Instagram? He's it's really funny. fucking funny. Yeah, he is. And then like, you look at him now compared to how he was then. For and sure. it's, he's such a funny guy and he's got so much personality, but the first year, yeah. two years, maybe even, he, wasn't he much. had none of that on the main roster. It's true. You need to kind of see your actual person kind of break through. And I don't know. I'm interested in seeing that kind of stuff. Um, let's go to our next match. Something I'm not interested in seeing. Vanessa Bourne and Aaliyah. They're in a tag team match tonight. They've been uh, bullying Candice LeRae. And uh, tonight Candice was to find a mystery tag team partner to help her face the bad and bougie team of Vanessa Bourne and Aaliyah. So, Candice LeRae comes out and she's got a partner and it is Casey Catanzaro. I put sarcastically, I bet Brayden is going to love this match because you hate Aaliyah, you hate Vanessa Bourne and you hate Casey Catanzaro. I don't hate you anyone. You hate them all. I don't hate anyone. That's my purpose in life. Don't hate. You can, you know, maybe not like someone as much as you like someone else, but hate is a strong <laughs> word. Um, no, I... There's an issue I have with Casey Catanzaro, and I'll just get heat on it every time I say it. She's she's exactly what I just said, where they're turning people into like I don't know, I don't know. I'm just ah, I don't know. I watch wrestling for wrestling, and I feel like when she comes out here, she's like, okay, let's get ready to do the, my spots. That's exactly what it looked like when she came out. I'm like, oh, you're still green. It's okay. Whatever. It's fine. I'm more interested in Candice LeRae. Here. Me too, and she was the focus. Oh, of course, yeah. and it, that's why I liked it. Um, uh, uh, new ring announcer as well. Yeah, I'm not sure. a fan. No? No, she, she doesn't have a good... Uh, her tone is off. She needs to figure out what she's doing with... I went to, she's no Greg. 
Greg is great. Greg is great. Uh, she's no Lillian Garcia. Yeah. <laughs> um, don't you gotta? Tra- you're a, a trained. Yeah. Vo- I'm sure you took vocal. Of course. I took school uh, for like doing you know radio and stuff. Um, you learn how to use your own voice. Do you not? Yeah. Okay. This is gonna. We're getting real. We're gonna become assholes here for two <laughs> seconds. This announcer that they got here. Don't know their name yet. Um, I'm not saying they did a terrible job, but certain names they were calling, they were going like, Casey. Like, you can train yourself how to not do that. Yeah. Can you not? Oh, completely. Okay, so she's going to improve too, and she's going to be the best yeah. announcer ever. She, she's going to be our focus from now on. She's the greatest gonna... announcer of all time. Yeah, watch. You watch. Or she's already been released and we don't know yet. Okay. Uh, Vanessa Bourne, Aaliyah versus Candice LeRae, Casey Catanzaro. Uh, Aaliyah starts this match off thinking she's like Ric Flair or something. Does this knee drop, old school knee drop, like Harley Race or something. And then does a kick up instantly. Uh, the crowd here still does not really care about Aaliyah. Uh, Casey um, starts to fight back. But uh, Mara Ronaldo says that Vanessa Bourne and Aaliyah are bad and bougie and that perhaps tonight they are dripping too hard. Do you know what that means? It's okay. It's one of my... Mara's, Mara's loves to sprinkle in the hip-hop. Uh, yeah. It's a really... It's a song I really like. Okay. It's not that other one that you don't like. Leave Me Alone. Leave Me Alone. Yeah, it's not that one. But I'm sure Mara loves that song too. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Casey Counters. This is a cool spot. Vanessa and Aaliyah go to double suplex Casey, but she counters it into a double neckbreaker. So it looked really cool. She then makes the hot tag to Candace. She comes in, guns blazing. She hits this like springboard kind of jawbreaker. There's the stand-up senton. She hits a neckbreaker. And then a lion salt, and Candace LeRae instantly picks up the win here. No bones about it. Yeah, like as soon as she tagged in, she just cleaned house. Uh, My... I think Candice LeRae is probably in line for the the WWE. Yep. I mean, the NXT women's slot. There, she needs to be. She, I'd she say shows. in the next takeover, if not the one, like the one after. All the yeah, WWE. definitely. Um, Vanessa Bourne and Aaliyah. I, you know, I'll, I, they just they're not for me. Sure. Uh, Casey Catanzaro. I just again, I'm gonna get heat for it. Sure. I know a lot of people love her. I know people love her because she's going to be great. Yeah. At this point, she makes again. I'm not being a dick. I'm just doing my job. She makes everything look fake. Sure. It looks very... She was told, okay, you're gonna, and then you're going to run, and you're going to do this head scissors, and then the person's going to flip, and they jump. And then she's like, okay. And then it's like, you could see things different. When I watched this match, it yeah. looked very fake. That's all I'm saying. But she's in NXT. This is developmental. She will move up. She will get better. And she, I think she will. She's yeah. she's very athletic. I, I just, yeah, I hope they don't rush her. Cause I yeah, think please do not. Because if you do, then that's probably, you know. Yeah. I just, when I watch this match, it, it, it was fair. very different from watching a different match. Sure. That's all I'm saying. Um, that's a good sandwich compliment. Yeah. You say something nice, you say something nice, you say something nice. Um, yeah, I thought I thought great convincing win from Candice LeRae. Yes. Uh, wasn't a fan of the slingshot jawbreaker. Um, it was a weird move. I think it's like I thought she was going for the slingshot spear or the whatever Gargano DVD that does, Gargano yeah. does. And I think she should, at this point, try and stay away from anything that reminds you of. I Gargano. thought she was going for Gargano's move because uh, yeah. I think the kind of the hug at the end of the last takeover and everything, them celebrating, that's the end of that story. And, yeah. you should, and they are they're splitting them across apart. Um, and I just thought a slingshot jawbreaker, like no one really hits a jawbreaker yeah, anymore yeah, anyway, yeah. just looked kind of weird. Uh, I liked her step up senton 
move. Yes. Which she like steps she off walks the back off and, you and yeah, then does it. Yeah. Thought that was cool. And she's changed her music, which I'm a fan of because her old theme was awful. Now shouldn't she just use Gargano's theme? I know you love that theme. No, I love that theme. No, her her other one was like some yeah, it was it was shitty. Uh, but this this but is way all better. these themes blend together to me sometimes. Jeez, um, was it Tainara Conchi's theme <laughs> that changes every week? <laughs> that's the that's the best thing. Uh, we get a recap of last week when we were all heartbroken and crying because it was Shayna Baszler basically destroying Kyrie Sane's elbow, destroying yeah. her chances of becoming NXT champion. And destroying perhaps the friendship between Io Shirai and Kairi Sane. It shows when Shirai was held back, being forced to watch Shayna stomp on the elbow. We then go to Kathy Kelly. She's backstage with Io Shirai. And she's asking uh, Io about what had happened last week. She says, Io, what Shayna did last week was terrible. And instantly... The horses run out. Yes, the horses are out the stable. The They attack her. Shayna leading the pack. They attack Io Shirai here. They hold her arms back again. And then Shayna does a running knee, sending her crashing into the back area. Um, just evil, vile women. Who would do this to Io Shirai and Kyrie? They're so nice and yeah. cute and Japanese. Why would, you, why would you do that? Very mean. Yeah. Very mean. Um, I think... I'm trying to think... I, I shit on these two all the time. Yeah. I, I think there's something about the yoga pants and converse that just take me out of it. I feel like I'm in college again. Oh, everyone's wearing like yoga that, pants and It's like Sunday and, and we're nipping down the shops. Like, do you know... I don't know what it is. Obviously, they're green and, like, I'm... I stand up for Casey Catanzaro sure. for being green and these two I kind of you don't. shit on a lot. They're... I... I think their look needs to change right. somehow because considering they're two MMA fighters, I find them two of the least threatening people on the whole roster. Yeah, you're, I agree with you. If I didn't know they were in the UFC before, yeah. you wouldn't know. Whereas Shayna, like, which I feel like would kill anyone on the roster, yeah. male or female. Well, it's all about what, how you dress and what you look like because, like, realistically, I don't know much about these two, uh, Jasmine Duke and yeah. Marine Shafir. I don't know much about them prior to NXT. Like, I know a little bit here and there, but... Sure. I never followed their careers, so right. watching them here, you're right. I don't know. I don't think they're you. Like the let's you play, are, let's fight is just a bit cutesy. The, um, the way they're presenting themselves is not scary or intimidating. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know what it is. But they're just lackeys. They're just lackeys to yeah. Shayna, I guess. Uh, if Shayna gets called up, I could not see them being called up. No, with with her, they're just not. They can't have matches by themselves. No, like realistically. Um, maybe there will be room for improvement for them as well. I, I do see. So. Yeah, I, really I want yeah. everyone to succeed. I know. Yeah, I do think there is something for them. I just, they just got to figure it out. Uh, so we'll see what happens with Kyrie and Io now that they're both been taken out by these evil, evil women. Um, we get a video package for Kushida. The yeah, ti- the time splitter. Um, this is interesting. So n- next week he's making his debut. Uh, this video here is showing William Regal and Triple H. They're talking and discussing about how uh, excited... The Triple H says that he's been chasing Kushida for a few years to try to make Yeah, they said it's been a difficult deal yeah, to yeah, yeah, negotiate. Probably, cause um, the, I thought they were... At first, they were replaying the one from last week, but this did seem to be different. Um, which excites this, me that they're making such a big deal of this signing. 
This, yeah, they are, yeah, which is great. Um, the other day, you were gracious enough to lend me your New Japan World login. Yeah. Um, for uh, an upcoming podcast, including WH Park. I needed to watch something from New Japan from a long time ago, so I borrowed your login. Then I had a few hours to kill, so I started watching some New Japan on uh, New Japan World. And I was like, well, Kushida's debuting next week. I gotta watch some Kushida. Man, he's amazing. I've already said this on this show. He's one of my favorites from New yeah. Japan. And now he's here. It's it's almost like I'm dreaming watching this. It's weird. I've watched this guy, and I'm like, man, that guy would be great in WWE. He'd kill it. And then now I, it's Triple H talking to me on my screen, being like, well, it took a long time to get him here. I'm like, is this real? Yeah. This is weird, man. It's so crazy. Uh, it's like when AJ Styles showed up. You're like, sure. is this real? Are yeah. you sure? Are you sure? I don't know. Um, so this is quite interesting. <laughs> It cuts to William Regal in his office. He's being interviewed about Kushida. He's like, man, this deal is great. I can't wait to see this guy. The talent here, it could be the biggest thing to ever happen. Low key. And enter Cassius Ono. And now my ears real perked up. Real quick. He goes, uh, he's wearing his uh, best NXT UK shirt, by the way, to show the brand he's on. Uh, He says, you know, hey, sunshine, to William (laughs) Regal. He says, you know... I've been busy over there in a company that does want me, that does need me, over in the UK. And I've been showing them how it's done. And William Regal's like, yeah, I've been watching you. I've been aware. He goes, you know, I know a lot more about British wrestling than a lot of the wrestlers on the, on the roster do. And I'm showing them. But I noticed that you have Kushida debuting next week. And you see, who knows the Japanese high-flying style more than me? So... Why wouldn't you give me that match? And he's like, think about it. And he like walks off. And William Regal's like, you know what? That sounds like a fantastic idea. So you heard it here. Next week, Kushida versus Cassius Ono on NXT. Whew, what the fuck? Take my money. Yeah. Uh, can't wait to watch that next that week. That should be fantastic. I'm excited. I'm very excited for that. That sounds crazy. Uh, has that ever happened before? I don't know. I don't think it has. Um, I thought, uh, Regal looks really well. He does. He looks he better than you. Yeah. He, that's, he, that's the best he's looked in years. Cause I thought he's yeah. looked really tired. He always looks like run down. Yeah. He always looks like not, I don't know. He looked like he had a really good night's sleep. He looked fresh. No, he, I just this Kushida deal. This Kushida yeah, deal. You know, it took a long life. time. Yeah, this Kushida um, deal was really running him down. Also, I think Cassius Ono is such a fun heel at the moment. I love the. Uh, well, I just want to congratulate you on everything you've been doing in NXT UK, and he goes, "Let me be congratulated." Yeah, I so want to use that line one day. <laughs> I want to congratulate. It's in my back pocket. <laughs> I want to congratulate you. Yeah, yeah. Let me be congratulated. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm just going to start calling you Sunshine again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kushida versus Cash Sono. I, you, I mean, if you're listening to this show, you probably are interested in both those guys. And, yeah, that sounds insane. Uh, I bet it'll be, like, under 10 minutes and not much. But, like, fuck. Yeah, I fun. need to see what that is. Um, let's go to our next match, which, uh, shockingly, blew me away. Yeah. I will say. Absolutely. I will say this. The Street Profits, they come out. They have a tag team title match tonight mm. against the Berserkers. Yeah. Sorry. The the Viking Warriors? No, this is the Warrior War Raiders. They're still the War Raiders okay. at this point. The War Raiders 
versus the Street Profits. Now, the Street Profits come out. They're drinking their num-num juice. As Morrow said, they must love the new Schoolboy album. Um, the War Raiders come out. And as the War Raiders are making their entrance still, they're kind of mid-ramp. They're taking off their Viking gear. They're taking off their titles. And Montez Ford does a tope over top, before the bell ring, before the music is even cut, onto the two guys, starting this match off right away. This was awesome. I've never seen this. Like, the way it was shot. Yeah, you couldn't came, see him. He came pretty much over the camera. Yeah. So you just see him landing. The camera's still on them, like, taking their gear yeah. off, essentially. And he flies over and lands on top of them. Uh, it did show replays later, which showed, different he angle. gets so much hype, yeah. man. He's crazy. Um, I thought that was... An awesome way to start so the match. So Montez Ford lands on top of the War Raiders here. Now, they are, they instantly start fighting. <laughs> they bring Raymond Rowe into the ring. Hansen's like knocked out to the le- to the outside somewhere. Raymond Rowe is inside. Um, Angelo Dawkins hits the, the high-low. The, the, he, well, he hits a huge spear to one of them yeah. first. And then, yeah, hits the... Hits the high-low spine buster on Raymond Rowe, which allows Montez Ford to climb to the up top. Hits the highest frog splash ever. One, two, and Raymond Rowe kicked out. I, 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 I honestly thought, because we know they're, they're on, on the, the main, main roster. roster now. So I thought, what a fantastic like, way when to... When did they film this? <laughs> what a fantastic way to drop the titles. Just I was, have, <laughs> like a huge shock win where they, they, they kind of were cheated out of it because they were jumped for the start. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I love this. I uh, really bit. Technically, the bell rings because Raymond Rowe does get he gets thrown into the ring first, and Hanson's left on the outside. But the ref goes like, "Do I ring the bell?" And Raymond is like wobbly and groggy because he was like attacked. But he still, you see him go, "Yeah, like I'm in it." So yeah. it still would count if they yeah. did were to win it here. Uh, the whole full cell crowd bit. Yeah, because the camera shows all these like real like I'm gonna say. People who look like me and you, they really are like invested into this thing. Sure. And they were like, you see like this one guy's mouthing to his buddy and this is just for the camera shot. And he's like, I actually thought they were going to yeah. do it. And it's like, yeah, me too, man. I thought they were going to beat them. Um, they do it. They're, you know, they're, they're testing out these film, a few different uh, scenarios yeah. to see what, you know, I, that's what I thought in my head. I was like, wait, did they film this? And I didn't, I don't read ahead though, so <laughs> I wasn't sure. I bit so hard on that. I loved it. So Raymond Rowe kicked out, and now the match continues. So now it's Hanson in there to try to gain some some offense on the the street profits here after Raymond Rowe barely kicked out to retain their titles. Hanson hits a, a handspring, but then Montez Ford's doing handsprings. So there's just a handspring flipping battle between these two. And it ends with Hanson hitting a huge lariat, I would say Stan Hanson lariat, on Montez Ford. I liked how this uh, this like clothesline came because Ford was basically going at such a fast uh, pace. And then you just saw him in this moment where yeah. he kind of was... Just a bit out of gas. Breath. Um, and then and it just nailed. that second, gets like, he gets nailed. Yeah, it was And really it, cool. it made sense, because, yeah, they've they've gone, like, right, we need to come at them. Yeah. And That's the, that, he like, just started yeah. to burn out here. Kayfabe-wise, the Street Profits, like, it. knew that they had to just go. It's and the biggest he, match of their career. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it was great. Uh, there's a, a body slam onto Dawkins, where uh, Raymond will body slam Hanson onto him. Uh, Dawkins does this cool move which I don't know if I've seen him do. 
Raymond Rose, like, kind of, they're running at each other, and Dawkins doesn't know what to do. So he just does, like, the Great Khali chop to the head. The chop, <laughs> the brain chop. And you know what? It was effective, because Raymond Rose was like, what the fuck did you just do to me? <laughs> you, ever, you ever do that? When Khali was doing that, oh my god, I was doing that to people all the time. You know how to fake it, though, right? You put your hand on their head, and then you chop your own head. Right. But you do it quick enough that it doesn't, it's like the Mighty Scroll, like, the, it's a trick to it. Sure. But chopping a guy in the brain's got to hurt. <laughs> and Angelo Dawkins, uh, clearly Evolve is teaching Dawkins oh, yeah. a lot of wrestling. Um, so Raymond Rose down from a chop to the brain. And now Montez and Hansen are in a striking battle. And then um, Montez Ford goes to back suplex Hansen. And he lifts him up, but Hansen's like trying to fight out of it. The weight of Hansen is way bigger than the weight of oh, Montez. Yeah. And Montez Ford still is able to back suplex. A delayed back suplex on Hanson looks like it hurts so much. Um, they now get the guys in the corner and they go for their like stinger splashes, but the Street Profits like to do like a 360 spin when they do the splash. They both nail that. Uh, they do a, a sliced bread kind of um, double team move there, like a step up sliced bread, but Hanson is back in the ring and hits his handspring back elbow. Elbow. Uh, Raymond Rowe is in, hits a deadlift exploder, his float over knee, which is just my favorite move from yeah. there. It looks like you killed a guy. Um, they then shot, dro- shotgun drop kick them. They do their ass attack. There's the German suplex springboard clothesline move. And then the pop-up power slam, which Morrow is calling it, Thor's hammer. And they pin. And they the haven't been dogs. finishing with this move. Have they? No, they they've haven't. been doing this as a high spot, but this hasn't been. This is always the move they use before they win. Yeah, so I wonder if they. And me and you have said that they should just use this because yeah. the other one is like dangerous. So I think maybe they are. Um, well, they call it Thor's hammer here, but if you've been watching the main roster, I believe they used the back suplex leg drop right. and called that the Viking experience. Yeah. So the the Viking experience is now the name of the finish. Yeah. Whatever. Um. I think Thor's hammer is a finish. One guy lifts the other one up. The other one catches you and power slams him. Yeah. That's a move. That, that's killing someone. However, these guys are so vicious that they have multiple moves. So uh, it should be, should be interesting. They retain the titles here. This was fantastic. This was so I think, good. Um, we've been saying for a few weeks about the, the lack of depth in the tag division. And we can't see, once the War Raiders have gone... I mean, you've got Undisputed Era, but who is the the next crop? I think uh, Street Profits proved themselves that they can they can hang on a takeover against a big team. This was so good. Um, this was so great for I them. I think Dawkins has just come out of his shell in the last yes. month or so. Yes, uh, he's looking fantastic. Uh, Ford is great. Like there was there was a moment in the middle of the match where I was like, I would love to see Ford v Ricochet. Yeah, um, yeah, he's he's improving as much as well, and. Yeah, this. I'm telling you right now, this I'm was not something I, I forgot. Now. This match was happening tonight. I forgot this was happening. That's how much I like cared. Yeah. And then instantly from the start, where he jumped on them, I was like, "Oh, that's really cool!" Throws him in the ring. I was like, "Whoa!" I know this show is taped, and I still was biting. So therefore, yeah. you're doing a good job. Yeah. You know, it's like when someone spoils a movie for you, like Endgame, and then you're like, "Ah, oh, but I can still watch it. It's still a good movie, and you still believe in things." It's, just because it's a good but it's story. tainted yeah yeah this was great uh, i thought this was fantastic and what do you do with war machine now because they're gone essentially but they're still the champions here so i guess like, they'll what? be dropping at the next takeover undisputed era 
So that's the only guys I can see them taking it. Yeah. I can't see anyone else right now. Sure, the Street Profits after this showing, but like realistically, Undisputed Era. Uh, the Prophecy. Yeah. Hashtag The Prophecy. <laughs> uh, so I just thought that was fucking great. Thor's Hammer. Fantastic. Uh, we see Undisputed Era backstage. They're getting ready because Roddy has his match against Johnny later tonight. We go to Mia Yim. She's backstage at Full Sail outside somewhere being interviewed. Now, I don't know about your video editing skills, but mine aren't very good. And neither is the editing services of this episode of NXT. They swapped out the audio and re-recorded new audio and put it over the original audio and then took that out and then put the actual audio back in. Yes, they in fact did that. There's an interviewer where you don't... This is a scrum where you see people with their microphone and phones. It goes like this. You hear like the background noise, you Mm. know, of an actual interview. And then it gets dead quiet. And then a different voice comes in that sounds like it's in a studio like this. Hello, Mia. And then it cuts back to her answering the question. Clearly, they edited out the original question, asked a new question, but still aired the answers to the first one. Very strange. I don't know if anyone else would notice this. I just... Well, I didn't because I all I could focus on was... The guy with his phone. Was, I think Mia Yim said the guy's name was Dennis. And I was like, I think, I think Dan Mathers had a, had a rebrand. Uh, I wrote it. It's Stokely now. She went, she went, well, listen, Dennis. Yeah, I I wrote Dennis. What the fuck? (laughs) Who's Dennis? Yeah, uh, I guess, uh. Math is gone, and Stokely, that new manager who's doing all that, right. I guarantee you that was him. I swear to God, I know that's him. He was there holding the phone. No, there was a guy and holding I, I pretty iPhone. much couldn't focus on anything else, because I was yeah, like, I'm not... where's Dan Mather gone? Is, <laughs> is Dan Mather now Dennis? Oh, fuck. The Dennis experience? Oh, my God. Okay, so, Mia Yim. Is, I'm not going to lie to you. You're right. This took me totally out of it. <laughs> like, this is what I wrote in my notes. It's all in capitals here. I'm like, this is so weird. The interview was dubbed over. Just redo it. Yeah. Just redo it. What? Now I want to watch uh, it back. That being said, I thought uh, this was a good promo from Mia Yim. Mia Yim, yeah. Mia Yim says that Shayna seems to be unstoppable. Uh, but that's the... No, that was the dubbed part. Yeah, this whole thing I didn't like because it was dubbed over. The first part of it was a voice you hear like edited in else after the... I don't know. So strange. Anyways, moral of the story here. Mia Yim hates Shayna Baszler, thinks she's a bully, and she's going to take her out. So clearly we're getting Mia Yim versus Shayna Baszler in the near future, maybe next week, maybe in two weeks. Yeah. Something along those lines. Uh, she's mad the way she's been treating Kyrie and Io and everyone in mm. NXT. And Dennis. And Dennis. <laughs> Fucking Dennis. It's our, that's my new favorite. Dennis. Dennis. Yeah. He's a menace. Now look, Dennis. <laughs> now you look here, Dennis. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, let's go to our main event. It is the NXT champion, Johnny Gargano versus Roderick Strong from Undisputed Era. Uh, Johnny Gargano had quite the week. Um, if you've been following him on social medias, he's from Cleveland. Yeah, he he was the first pitch, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he got to throw the first pitch. He was at like a football game. I don't know all these sports things, but I imagine that's pretty fun if you're yeah if you're him because I know he's all about that and Cleveland. So, uh, yay, Johnny, you did it. They also put up the marquee that's saying first ever WCW Crown Champion. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> they meant NXT. He's been very busy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Women Crush Wednesday. That's what it, yeah. that's what it meant. Um, Roderick Strong 
comes out with Era on the ramp, but they leave. Just like the, the TakeOver match yeah. with Adam Cole. Undisputed Era will not be ringside for with Roddy during this match. Uh, the match starts. Johnny and Roddy try to out-wrestle each other. Uh, Roddy keeps getting frustrated because Johnny does have that wrestling... Like, Roddy basically is like, yeah, I'm going to out-wrestle him. But then Johnny's kind of showing him that I can do that too. Yeah. Frustrates him. They end up on the outside pretty early on. And Roddy hits a half-Nelson suplex lift into go for his backbreaker and throws Johnny back first onto the apron. The hardest part of the ring. Mm. Therefore, it was a backbreaker um, sort of move. Looked really cool and really dangerous. Um, he's 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 the goat, Roddy. Uh, Roddy gets him into the ring and does this like weird tie-up move where Johnny's in the ropes and he basically makes the submission happened without him even touching him for two seconds. Yeah, it sort of looked like Kairi Zane's anchor, didn't Yeah, it, it was like, like the, the anchor, what Johnny's tied up in the ropes, and he makes the ropes hold the foot yeah. for him. Therefore, he can't get counted out on the five count mm. with the ropes. A uh, really cool-looking move. I would like to see him do that kind of stuff more often. I think it would be a nice asset. I'm sure he's done it before, but keep doing it. Um, uh, I write here that uh, Roderick Strong just keeps beating on him, um, and Johnny is like, come on, give me more. Can I have another? Please, sir. Can I have some yeah, more? Yeah, uh, and the commentary is selling that Johnny's trying to just use up all of Roddy's energy yeah. so he can, like, we've seen Johnny Gargano in multiple, like, 40-plus minute exactly, matches yeah. and takeovers. He can withstand a right. lot, so he's just wearing down He's just kind of like, by yeah, he's teasing him. The, it's like Homer Simpson in that boxing episode. <laughs> Yeah, you know where he's yeah. like, just stand there, take all of it, wait till the guy finally. gets tired, and then just push him yeah, over. Yeah, and it counts. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's Johnny Gargano. Uh, no, uh, Johnny Gargano. He's telling him to come on, hit me, Roddy, hit me, and Roddy's just getting furious. Uh, Roddy then locks in a gory special, and Roddy does it. I swear, with like one arm. Yeah, hoofs Johnny on his back like a sack, and has him wrenching him. Now I don't know about you, but uh, like I have younger cousins. And family and rel- younger relatives yeah. and the gory special is a move I would do like that you could hurt you could kill somebody with mm-hmm. it you have them over your back and you stretch them over and then the gory bomb would you let go and you drop them face first into the pool oh it's fantastic Roddy knows I've got a tiny Asian girlfriend I do all my <laughs> wrestling moves <on> her. <laughs> yeah and then you drop, I don't have younger siblings and then you I drop just, her on her head and then I go just to the drop hospital. my girlfriend and went oh, no, yeah <laughs> David tried to give his girlfriend a one-winged angel. They know, they know. And, uh, yeah. Uh, so, Johnny Gargano is in a gory special, um, Eddie Guerrero's dad's move. Oh, it's a dad move. That's why Roddy did it. Oh, that's, that's why Roddy Mm -hmm. did it. Uh, Gargano then fights back. He gets out of the special. He gets out of there. He hits a slingshot spear, classic Gargano, only a two count. Uh, he hits his, like, roll-through escape kick. There's a cannonball off the apron to the outside onto Roddy. Um, Gargano hits a Hurricane Rana, a super kick, and then he has Roddy standing in the corner, turnbuckle, and he goes to chop him. And he chops Roddy against the chest, and he goes to chop Roddy again, but he chops Roddy in the face. And Roddy's gum, or tooth, and spit, and whatever else is in Roddy's mouth, goes flying into yeah. the full sail crowd. And now there's a weird, awkward pause because he's Roddy's like, "Fuck! I just got slapped in the face, and I lost my gum, and I think I just spit all over everyone." And the crowd goes one more time. So there's a second where you can tell. I, I said I, I didn't like a match earlier tonight because I could tell you just tell someone someone doesn't know what they're doing. Mm. You can just tell that Johnny Gargano and Roderick Strong know exactly what they're doing. 
Because the crowd, you could hear like three people at that one point go like, do it again. Because he made him spit his gum out. So Johnny and Roddy, like, you can't see them actually say something to each other. Unless they did. No, they're just both pros and they're really at There's a look at each other. And like you could tell like it was like, yeah, yeah, let's do that again. So he chops him again purposely in the face. And Roddy spits. Like Roddy's like, bleh. And goes everywhere. So then they do it again. And he spits everywhere. It looks so good. It took me a second to work out. Because I thought, oh. Because I heard... You know what you hear from the crowd yeah. when someone's interfering? Yeah. Because there's just these murmurs off the screen. And, and I, at first I thought, oh, Undisputed are coming. running out. And then there was that kind of pause between the two. And I, oh, okay. Yeah. They're, they're, they're reading figuring, the room. Yeah. And they're like, okay, yeah. Because that front row got covered in Roddy, oh, yeah. Roddy spit. <laughs> like, you were covered in Roddy spit. I but loved wrestling it. fans are weird and probably dig that, like... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I always say the story. It was Nakamura versus Roddy, Ring of Honor, yeah. and I'm front row. And Nakamura does his knee move, but he put Roddy right in front of me. And he knees Roddy. And Roddy literally gets lunged into me. Like, it hurt. Yeah. And, and I was like, oh, this sucks. But I was like, oh, but it's, it's cool. It's yeah. cool. <laughs> uh, so there's spit everywhere in Full Sail, and they love it. Um, he gets Roddy into the ring. There's counter after counter after counter. They say that both men know each other very well. I don't believe we've seen too much of them in NXT, but I'm pretty sure these guys have uh, sure. locked up yeah. before getting here. So clearly they know each other. Uh, the slingshot spear, he goes for it again one too many times. It's countered into a butterfly backbreaker. Holy shit, Roderick Strong is underrated. Uh, there's the crazy back elbow swinging, um, but doesn't knock Gargano quite out. And he hits a clothesline. Both guys are down. Full sail's going nuts. Um, there's another backbreaker from Roddy. Again, the Messiah for a reason. He turns the backbreaker into that front slam he does to set up for his moves. But this allows Gargano to counter and into the Gargano escape. Adam Cole runs down the ramp, runs in. Johnny gets distracted. And he's trying to fight off uh, Cole. But Undisputed Era run down as well. But this is where, fresh from the photo shoot, Matt Riddle comes running down and starts beating up Undisputed Era to try to save and help Johnny Gargano. Now, Cole, uh, the referee is quote-unquote distracted because he, he saw what was going on. Yeah. But let's just pretend that didn't happen. He's busy watching Riddle and Undisputed Era. Now, Gar Cole is trying to reach in and grab... Uh, Gargano. Gargano, but it, something happens in ships where Roddy throws Gargano and he's like, Adam, Adam, relax, relax. But Cole kicks Roddy with an enziguri, thinking it's Gargano, realizing what he's done, which allows Johnny to hit his slingshot DDT and pins Roderick Strong, leaving Adam Cole and Undisputed Era all in a, what the fuck did we just do? Yeah. Um, Matt Riddle and Gargano kind of go up the entrance ramp. Um, there's a, an alliance I am interested in. I wouldn't think sure. I would see that, but it sounds great. You need friends when you're dealing with heels, with stables yeah. and factions and all that shit. So, uh, Gargano beats Roddy in, in an awesome match. Uh, we know Roderick Strong delivers. Roderick Strong should be on, like, the main roster. He should be. No. He should be. No. He should be like. He should have been on SmackDown years ago. No, he's so much. Stay here. <laughs> he is the guy. You're like, oh fuck, we're moving to Fox. We need to fill three hours. What do we? What can we fill thirty minutes of a match? Yeah, I don't know. Andrade and Roderick Strong. Yeah, that's like you know great. what I mean. Like yeah. he's that guy. You put him in there for oh, thirty really? minutes, and he'll sell out. Like he'll kill it. Um, but you're right. I don't want him to see. I don't like this. 
I don't like Roderick getting kicked out if this is what's going to happen. He's not like I think this is this is what's going to happen. Although I apparently the next takeover is up in the air. Oh. Like the one between like there's one that was meant to be in San Jose, I think, yeah, but Backlash has been cancelled. Okay. Or some I don't know, I heard something that the next uh NXT is a bit up in the air. Okay. Cuz they haven't announced it yet on the TV, have they? Whereas they're normally no. pretty quick and going... No, they usually tell us right away. Um, so, either way, you've got... Like, the SummerSlam one will be the big takeover. So you've got time to fill. I still like the idea of the, the triple threat. I think with Cole's kind of screwing uh, Roddy out of the win, inadvertently, gives Roddy a claim for a rematch. Um... I see TakeOver is scheduled for June 8th at the San Jose. It says two to be determined still, but it says that it's June 8th, 2019. And then the next one is August 10th, Toronto. And then November 23 in uh, Rosemont for for Survivor Series. So this is my uh, fantasy booking here. For Undisputed Era. I do not want to see Roderick Strong leave the group. He won't. This is... So this this is it. This whole tease is to... To actually mess up Gargano, which then allows Cole Maybe. to take the title from him. Maybe. That's exactly what this is. It's all a ruse within a ruse. That's how evil and conniving they are. I liked the... Um, I liked it going off as well with them sort of walk... They weren't... They walked out to get... Sorry, they left the arena together and they're like, we'll, we'll sort this out. Like, yeah. We're having a shit time, but we're going to sort this out. Um Undisputed Era is in the ring consoling Roderick after his loss, and uh, obviously Adam Cole is like not looking Roddy in the eye exactly. And Roddy's like, "You have it out for me, Adam." He's like, "What? No, Roddy, I don't have. Why would I have it out for you? I don't have it out for you." He's like, "You have it out for me." He's like, "I don't. I don't have it." And they're all arguing, and it fades to black. Um, I love it. Uh, I don't want them to. <laughs> I don't want them to break up, but I love the the story yeah. involving them. You know what I mean? Like, I think all guys in that group are good actors. Yeah, Gargano, obviously we say he's the best actor. Um, Matt Riddle was not so much involved. I mean, he involved himself. But um, I'm just interested in seeing, you know, where all this goes. Uh, We obviously get a tag match down the line. Um, I wouldn't... If Gargano needs to lose the title to Cole eventually and move on, that's how you do it. I was rused. I thought they were... I was... I thought I was, you know, breaking up Undisputed Era. But instead, they tricked me and now I'm... They're together, and I lost the title from them. Yeah. At the TakeOver or the next one or whatever. I don't know. Uh, obviously, a rematch with Adam Cole makes sense. Like, yeah. Clearly. Yeah. Uh, I would say one of the best rated matches, and you're not going to do a rematch, you probably do it. And it'll get attention. I'll watch it. You'll, they'll do different things in it. Sure. It'll be great. I wouldn't mind a three-way with Roddy, but it's probably not going to happen. So well, That's what I want. The Prophecy. Yeah. The Prophecy. Uh, Velveteen Dream's got to lose to Roddy. To fulfill the Undisputed Era thing. And then they get a, get a, a women's champion. Mm. Tainara. Tainara will come back. Wasn't it her that was in there for she two seconds? In, she was with them for a week. Yeah. You got Marina. Roddy's wife. Oh, hey, there you go. I like her more than Duke, so you get rid of Duke. And <laughs> now we all win. Yeah. Now we all win. Uh, no, I, I just want to see uh, Roddy stay in the group and not get kicked out. But mm. I feel like that's the prophecy. It's yeah. going to come true. Uh, I thought this was a great episode of NXT. Me too. Um, I say that a lot this past year, but this was like a sleeper hit. I kind of was going into this being like, I don't even know what's happening. And I enjoyed it all. Uh, yeah. I thought it was really great. Let's go to our feedback. Forum.postwrestling.com. Every Wednesday night, we put it up there. We go to Paul from New Jersey. 
Paul says, I'm a big Casey Catanzaro fan. I expect big things from her, and I like the pairing with Candice. I hope these two stay together. And Aaliyah and the other one were also there. I bit hard on the Street Profits and the Minnesota Raiders' new rocker's false finish. <laughs> While on the subject, I know there are those out there who feel like the Berserkers would have been a better name, but I, th I think it's the greatest choice. I feel no, like... Give me killing name. Oh, sorry. He thinks Berserkers would have been the worst name, but he thinks it would have worked. Those t-shirts would have sold like hotcakes. What do you think? P.S. The perfect 10 is marrying Peyton Royce, the lucky bastard. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't know. I don't like the Berserkers. I don't no, like, neither yeah. do I. I, I'm okay with Viking Raiders. Viking Raiders is okay. Yeah. Personally. Um, I don't like the word Viking being used. I think it's a bit too much on the head. Yeah. Uh, but I think of the options, I'm... I'm, I'm, actually, cool. I'm actually more upset they changed their actual names. Because now this sounds yeah. stupid. Yeah. Ivar and Eric. I think it's okay Fuck for off. a tag team, but as soon as you break them up... Yeah, which it is... Sounds, it, which, just, ah. Like, it's weird. But I will say, they've shown so much... In the time they've been in NXT, yeah, that I think they'll just be great. They I, should I love, be. like, I've they been, should be. I love these guys, so yeah. I don't care what they're called, no. really. Like, fuck, I think they're so good. We have Harry from Houston. Good episode with some solid story progression and a great main event. I think a lot of people thought after Takeover that Adam Cole would win the belt, but I really don't think they are headed in that direction. He probably gets the title shot at the next TakeOver, but I think Gargano will retain and then feud with Riddle after Riddle turns heel on Gargano. Wow. I personally think Cole hasn't been booked strongly enough to hold the belt and would feel like a pretty weak champion that can't win big matches without the era. So I don't mind if he never wins it because I'm pretty sick of that type of heel champion. Yeah, yes and no. Adam Cole's over. Yeah. Adam Cole's over, baby. Come on. Like being in Brooklyn. Being in that arena? Holy yeah. shit. That is the biggest thing. I, I One of the craziest wrestling things I've been at is listening to him come out and then the turn. Like the, the, the crowd basically being like watching that whole story, the movie, and then being like, wait, we like Gargano too. Yeah. Trust me. Adam Cole's over. He was over before NXT. He was huge on the indies. Remember that. Oh, I just remembered. I forgot to mention something. In, did you notice... Uh... Roddy came out, out with the label still on his shirt. Oh, no. <laughs> he just put it on right then. <laughs> but it was... Uh, was it Kinney and Shugs? Yeah. Where we were like, you've still got your label on your shirt. And they're like, no, no, no it's like the hats. We don't, yeah. we don't take the sticker off now. Yeah. It just... It looked fun. I don't know if Roddy was thinking that or was like, shit, I don't have a shirt. He's like, oh, damn it. And he runs to the merch table. Guys, I gotta go. I'm in my entrance. I gotta go to Gorilla. Uh, yeah, that's funny. I always take the sticker off my hat. Yeah, I don't like sticking. Yeah, okay. Uh, Jake from the Windy City. A good main event. The finish was overbooked, but was calculated enough to combine Matt Riddle, Cole, Roddy, and Gargano into one storyline. I have a feeling there might be a humongous swerve on whenever the next takeover is. He says, "What's your end game plans?" Uh, I've got to wait till Sunday night. I'm watching it tomorrow. Um, Sunday night at seven p.m. and I'm hoping I don't get spoiled. Eh, it's just a movie. He also says, how are you guys feeling about Double or Nothing? Um, I'm I'm more interested now. I just want to see the... I, I hate this, like, build-up. I, I just need to, like, start seeing it. Like, yeah. everyone keeps... None of my wrestling fans are really talking... Friends are talking about it. Because mm. nothing has happened, essentially. So, as soon as it starts the wheels in motion, you start seeing constant shows or maybe a TV show or something that you get I to see. I think TV's going to help because... I'm. I know they've got their their YouTube stuff. Um, it's not. A, it's I'm, not enough at the moment. 
Yeah, I, I need, watch it. I, I need more than I think WrestleMania I weekend with all the indie shows. Yeah. That's where it you took can, it out of it. That's where you can grab me with just dream matches. Yeah, like oh, this guy's versus yeah, this yeah, guy. Yeah. Um, it takes more than just a graphic for me. Yeah, now, yeah. Uh, that being said, I I'm looking forward to Cody v Dustin. Yes, that's, that's the one. It, that's I, interesting. Uh, I've been. I we talked about this last week. I think, uh, but I'm a big fan of both. Um, I think Dustin is going to want to kill it because he's I think knows it's their mania that. match they never got exactly and you know on the in WWE you sort of get held back a bit with what you can do in the right. ring and like a gold dust doesn't they don't want a gold dust killing it in a mid card sure. nothing match when because you want to showcase your main event talent right. and I I think this will be a really cool match. That's uh, what I'm excited about. Uh, I think the I was. I, I'm sure the whole show is going to be. Fantastic. I was. I was interested in just seeing what they do because they have so many new things being implemented into their whole like we're a whole company now. Yeah. We're all in. They didn't have that yet, no. right? So that's where I'm interested. However, I'm re- just recently more interested in the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Bros match. Yeah. Simply because I don't know if you've watched Being the Elite, but they did this thing where they go uh, in and they they took the titles from them in Mexico. Triple A? Yeah. yeah. Now they thought the crowd was going to go crazy. The crowd did not. <laughs> the crowd did not like this. Yeah. They were very against the Young Bucks beating their local guys, yeah. uh Pentagon and Phoenix Jr. and the Bucks took the titles to promote this match in Vegas, mm. the rematch and now it's for those titles. Now everyone was like, "Ooh, like" And, and on the Being the Elite, they joke about it. The crowd goes mild kind of thing. Like, they're like, ooh, maybe we, we kind of fucked up doing that. The evidence shows otherwise that it got, like, 5.6 million in ratings that AAA yeah. has never seen ever. And they're like, what the fuck? Simply because this happened. Yeah. So, clearly, these guys know what they do. Oh, completely. So, I'm more interested in that match more than anything because it's just... That sounds insane. Yeah. The Bucks... Try taking notes during that match. Oh, Good God. luck, yeah. John Pollock. Eat your heart out. Um, we yeah, have, you. yeah, we've got Charbel. I'll try and cut this down a little bit. Uh, like Davey said last week, even if I don't understand what Io, sorry, EO is saying, my God, she is a good acti- actor. And with her just acting, I can feel for her and get behind her. Seriously, Riddle's promo is shit. Uh, man, Ono's promo is shit as well. At least he is a good wrestler compared to... Uh, the sh- he really doesn't like Riddle. Oh, um, Charbel, come on. Uh, I don't know why I don't like Riddle for now. Um, last time I said I didn't like the bro mission, but I don't think you agree. Bray, try it on Davey and send me your feedback. <laughs> uh, last two matches were awesome. Just some notes. Uh, the Street Profits... Ah, sorry. His English is not great, Charbel. Was the Street Profits a handicap match? Because at the end of the match, the only thing I remember was Montez is so amazing. Uh, who the fuck can take the tag titles from War Raiders? Honestly, I can see no one, and I don't want to see them drop the belts like Asuka did in NXT. Yeah, that's something I was thinking, whether they they hotshot them on the main roster, have them win the yeah. Raw tag team titles, yeah. and just have them forfeit like Paige did and Asuka did. Yeah, that's kind of lame. Um, I like Roderick Strong so much. He's one of the best wrestlers in WWE. Uh he compares them to AJ Gargano, Buddy Murphy, and Rollins. Yeah, as the best in the company. The sad part is he is so bad with a persona. Even when he talks trash in the ring, I'm just laughing. He should take talking trash while wrestling class. He should take a class from Kevin Owens in talking trash. Uh, he's seeing Endgame tonight. He can't wait. Uh, he's happy that we're reviewing Phantom Menace. Rogue One is one of his favorite Star Wars movies. 
Uh, one question uh, for tonight. You know how I like Casey, but do you think her offense should be more fast or more hard hitting? Uh, she is amazing, but her moveset looks all weak. Even if Kyrie is so small, she puts so, so much in every move that it looks good and deadly. Just asking. Yeah, I think it's Kyrie's been wrestling for years and years. Yeah. Uh, it, I, I'm hoping it's something that will. I just grow when I Casey. watch Casey Catanzaro, it doesn't look like I'm watching wrestling. No, it looks like she's yeah, it looks like she's doing gymnastics and Cirque du Soleil. For now, maybe she'll get better. Uh, David George from Manila. Hey there, BFFs. It's been two weeks since I've done feedback. I'll try my best. The opening match is good, but not the best. I can sense Jackson Riker to become a champion anytime soon. And the Forgotten Sons of Anarchy. I'm impressed about the ring performance between Casey and Candice um, in terms of execution with slight to no awkwardness. Ooh, I uh, disagree with you. Uh, I have nothing else to say about those three jackals, Jessamine, Marina, and uh, Shayna Breakser. That's what he's calling Shayna. That's a stretch. <laughs> I have to quote them saying, trying to backstab Io Shirai, shame on you. Uh, I'm excited to see Kushida compete in WWE. I hope that he's not... Hopefully he doesn't have the same fate as Hideo Itami. He says, solid main event, there is no question about it. Something fishy around here between the Undisputed Era. We'll have to see what the outcome is. He says, who is this new ring announcer in the NXT brand? And now that the War Machine is on the main roster, do they have plans to drop the titles at the next TakeOver? Take care, God bless, and pray for my speedy recovery. Well, I pray for your speedy recovery, brother. Yeah, I think they'll either drop to Undisputed Era or just drop them. Yeah. Um, Jesse from the Six. Six, 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 six. He rebranded. He's been rebranded, hasn't he? Yeah, he, he asked us in Brooklyn. I was like, hey, because one of your friends was like adding him. Yeah. And he's like, hey, Jesse from the Six, what's your thing? And he's like, oh, it's Jesse, that's J.M. And he's like, wait, your thing's not Jesse from the Six? And he's like, I know, I should rebrand. I'm like, dude, you should totally. It's, yeah. it's super funny. And then now he is rebranded Jesse from the Six. Six, 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 six. Anytime we are blessed uh, to with the presence of Aaliyah from the Six, you know it's going to be a good show. Did you see that knee drop she executed? Better than Harley Race. Yeah! Her ground and pound, she could be a UFC champ. <laughs> she would have won to it if Vanessa Bourne weren't such a weak partner. Um, sorry, there was something Moro said. Uh, Jesse's a troll. Aaliyah does a forward roll and Moro goes, Whoa! Aaliyah showing some amen- American Ninja Warrior skills. <laughs> It was a forward roll. <laughs> uh, I look forward to your review of The Phantom Menace. Brayden, I know you think Attack of the Clones is the worst Star Wars movie, but I'm confident that at around minute 47 of the asinine and completely pointless pod racer sequence, you will be disabused of that notion and see The Phantom Menace as the pile of hot garbage it truly <laughs> is. Take care. Uh, Jesse from The Six hates The Phantom Menace. Right. So... Uh, let's hang out soon. <laughs> yeah, hang out again, Jesse. You know where we live. Uh, Andrew from Chino Cali. I just wanted to start by saying I love listening to you guys each week. Do you guys think that Matt Riddle would be better as a heel? And Davey, who do you think the Night King is? And did Arya's little scene weird you out like it did to everyone else on Twitter? Thanks, guys. I already know what he's talking about because yeah. the girl who's now older yeah. did a thing on the show. I... I think my reaction was, no, no, I don't, I don't want to see this, no. Right. Uh, well, um, it's, it's my reaction to Matt Riddle. How can a guy who smokes as much weed, probably more weed than me, be mean? That's not, it's not true. It doesn't work. He can't smoke weed and be mean. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I, I 
I think he could be a good heel. He's he shown like when he gets that vicious edge yeah. in the matches. And as for the Night King, um, Dan Mather. Uh, Dennis! Dennis. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. I know there's lots of rumours that it's it's Bran. Um, I, I don't know if it is anyone. I think it's just just a dude. Just a Night King. Um, Patrick from Toronto. Another solid episode this week with a pretty strong main event. I like where this story seems to be headed. Leaves lots of options on the table now with Riddle in the mix. Speaking of Riddle, the stoner bro shtick is starting to get old. His in-ring is incredible, but his promos are pretty weak. Hmm. Can't wait for Kushida next week. Gargano versus Kushida in the sixth, possibly. <sighs> Please. Are you kidding me? Have a great rest of your week and weekend, boys. Bless. Thank you, Patrick. Uh, yes, uh, thank you to all the feedbackers. We love you all. Thank you for listening. Forum.postwrestling.com every week. Um, yeah, Matt Riddle, The I think everyone agrees that maybe it's just the promo, the character itself needs some work, but I'm telling you, there is no issue in the in-ring. The dude has picked it up as fast as oh, anyone, or better than yeah. most people. Um, there's people saying, the, the takeover in New York that we were at is getting the most craziest feedback because it is tearing it's tearing you apart it's tearing wrestling fans apart because I'm, I'm I'll go hang out with a wrestling fan that I'm friends with for years and they'll be like hey, man you're crazy Walter Dunn one of the best matches I've ever seen and I'm like hey I respect that then I go to someone else and they're like man Walter and Pete Dunn kind of didn't bring it but Gargano and Cole was great but Velveteen Dream and Matt Riddle was the best match of that night and I was like whoa like what are you talking about like different people have so many different opinions on all these upcoming characters and I find that very interesting. Where in WWE, usually you have the same... Like, if someone didn't like that match, they're usually on the same page. And that's a lot lately in the main roster. Um, so, I don't know. Matt Riddle, heel? We'll see. Again, you can't be a stoner and be mean. It's terrible. And Gargano versus Kushida in Toronto? Holy shit, take my money. That's oh, not going to happen. Come on. I can see that happening if uh, Gargano loses the and, title and needs to get out of soon. Here. And it's like a farewell kind of exhibition match on his way out. Similar to Sammy sure. and right. uh, Nakamura. Uh, so I guess we'll see. I would like to see uh, Cole versus Gargano, a rematch, and somehow Cole gets the title off of him, therefore kind of sending Gargano off on his merry way somehow, some way. I guess we'll see. But that's it. That's up next for this week, uh, postwrestling.com. You can follow us on our socials, interact with us, message us. We don't bite. Hard. I am at the Bray D, and I am at Davy Portman. Um, we will be back next week, and again, look out for our May the Fourth uh, Phantom Menace review. And uh, yeah, thank you. Goodbye. Be safe. Ahoy!
You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things. With a program that complements your regular recycling. Because plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was hoping hard-to-recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag program happening in your neighborhood today.